I'm Julie. And I'm Val. And we are both experts in imperfect parenting. Join us as we drink, laugh, and share the most ridiculous situations our kids have gotten into. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Hey, Val. Hey, Joel. How's it going? Great. How's it going with you? I'm great because our bestie Heather is here and I'm really happy about it. I am, but like, why is she here also? Let's talk about it. That's not nice. Heather, say oh, hi. I'm very hi. excited to be here. I want to know what she's going to talk to us about. Heather, I'm what back. are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table tonight? Well, I have a baby now, so I can be on whose kid is that? Here you are. Tell us about your perfect angel baby. She's wonderful. Her name is Noreen. She's 11 weeks. So I think when this comes out, she'll be three months. And she's wonderful. Tell me about why she's wonderful. She sleeps. That's a big part. (laughs) Huge plus. That's like, you don't even need to say anything else. Yep. That makes perfect sense. She's just a happy baby doing all the right things. hitting all the right milestones. That is pretty nice. When I hung out with her, she was very chill. I liked her vibe. Yeah. Same. Very chill. Oh yeah. She loved you too. She just sat there looking at you, smiling. She's We're best friends. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, besties. Has anything happened with Noreen that you were like, we're not expecting when you were pregnant? Was there any anything that has come along that you're kind of like, whoa, I didn't think of this? I don't think so. I did an obnoxious amount of um, research. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's why you're so um, prepared for every milestone? Well, and... Like I was prepared to not know everything too. I feel like that was advice I got a lot. That is a good, that is really good advice because I think a lot of women, especially when they first have their first baby, they're thinking like, oh my gosh, where are these maternal instincts that they say immediately work? Mm-hmm. And that's false. It's false. It doesn't happen. Yeah. So I also crazy. think a lot of people who like to control everything have a hard time because when the baby comes you can't really control a lot you're right on their schedule yeah I was ready for it to just like see what happens yeah I like that I'm glad to hear that now you have a puppy so how is and happy birthday to the puppy yeah her birthday is tomorrow (laughs) how has she adjusted oh not great what's happening she's just really whiny and needy and sad and it makes me sad well she was the only baby for a long time yeah just for old time sakes I want to remind everyone that when I had my first baby Val told me she loved her dog just as much as I loved my child Heather can you confirm do you love your dog as much as you love your child (laughs) I do not at all (laughs) in in my defense Julie I (laughs) have a child so I didn't know okay <laughs> I think I knew that was gonna happen mm-hmm. okay I was I yeah. have actually heard that from other dog owners that like I don't want to say they started to like hate their dog but they like resented their dog after they had a kid because like, the dog was like needy or like I just feel bad for her but I am more annoyed at dog hair I'd never noticed it before I would go around bragging about how my dog didn't shed that much and I think that I just didn't see it before oh really that I'm on the floor playing with a baby yeah everywhere 
and you're trying to keep such a clean environment for the baby that you're like yeah by no means am I saying that your dog is dirty but like dogs walk outside on the ground yeah she's not clean yeah exactly like sanitized like everything else in my house (laughs) that is a hard thing Griswold shed a lot today's Griswold's birthday by the way I guess but oh that's right yeah, he shed a lot. And that was really, really difficult because his hair was actually like pokey. So it would make me nervous that it, it would like poke me if it got stuck in my clothes. So it always made me really nervous that it was stuck somewhere in the baby's clothes. And that's why they were crying. And I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> Babies just cry sometimes. Usually they, they are hungry or tired right. or have soiled themselves. Right. I, I read Wait. that. Speaking of soiling themselves, Heather, I do want to know how cloth diapering is going. So because she was so tiny when she was born, they didn't fit. Okay. So then when she did grow into the one type, the one where it's like the trifolds, so it's like the old time kind of like where you pin it and then put the covers on, we were doing those for a while, but she had stomach issues. So she wouldn't go to the bathroom for a couple days and then go a couple days worth all at once. Oh, fun. So they didn't work out so well. (laughs) Um, And I don't like how the newborn poo stains. Ooh, yeah. So we're waiting until she grows into the other ones to try those. I like to forget about Mm -hmm. some of like the newborn things that go on like I I remember how the poop was like yellow and like oh I like I really did like completely forget about that until you were talking about it not fun yeah but I think I'm gonna like them because we do laundry a lot anyway so you just throw it in well you can't just do it with other laundry right you can do newborn poo with other laundry because newborn poo is water soluble but once she starts eating solid foods or formula we can't then we have to wash them, like rinse them first and then wash them separately. Gross. Um, I'm, I'm a hard no on this. I know. I'm just going to say, it seems really gross that you're you're like, oh yeah, we can wash them like with our bath towels. Like, is that what you're saying to me? Like the newborn? I probably wouldn't, but you could. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me same, uh, same, same, Joel. Same. It's going to be a hard pass for, for me and Julie. Sorry though, Heather. I appreciate what you're trying to do for the environment and for your for your baby, but no thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's a no thanks for me, but also happy you're doing it. Yeah, you're going to do the work, me and Julie, who have uh, destroyed the environment with four kids. So I appreciate it. Well, do you know I used to say, like when I was doing something like not recycling or doing something that was not great for the environment? I would say, well, I'm not having a kid and that is the worst thing you can do for the environment. So I'm fine. So I have a lot of making up to do. All right. I mean, would you like to share with the group why you changed your mind about having a kid? I don't know. I just all of a sudden needed a baby. Biology. Nothing changed. There was no reason. It was because you loved my kids so much. So 10 years later... (laughs) I know. <laughs> I was just kidding. Well, I mean, maybe it was work and all the babies in my life. I don't know. It's every day. See, that would yeah. drive me in the other direction. But yes, I get. I understand what you're saying. So you're happy with this decision, then, I guess. <laughs> You'll keep <Okay>. her? <laughs> yes, I'm very happy with this decision. I'm glad. 
Well, if you don't want her, I'll take her. Um, because Daniel didn't want babies either. And right. I thought that was part of like your whole like reason why things were like well, it worked out nice. Yeah, right. We both That's... wanted the same thing. Right. So I was nervous to say it, and I was I would say like every month I would get like a probably around my period. I don't know, like oh, I want a baby. <laughs> And then I was like, no, you don't, you're crazy. And then it would just get stronger and stronger. So I was like, I have to tell him, I think. And he was like, okay. <laughs> it was just that was, easy. Like, I had a you know, PowerPoint great. ready to convince you PowerPoint him. ready? <laughs> no, not really. But oh I, had, I had some. I wish you did. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> Here is why we should have a baby. No. <laughs> Number one. Look how, look how squishy. <laughs> That would have been my number one. Well, you know, Heather, I'm real happy that, to hear about your very positive experience. Well, guess what? Babies eventually turn into uh, middle schoolers who speak nonsense and smell bad. That was one of the reasons I didn't want one. <laughs> I know. I remember you telling me that that age was particularly tough for you to even be around. Because yeah. everything they say and do is cringe, and I'm living it right now. Every <laughs> single thing is cringe. I cringe. I watch them do things, and I go, ugh. There's actually this reel of a guy doing stand-up comedy that talks about a middle school boy, and he's like, I don't like that. Nope. <laughs> that looks like <laughs> that looks like it's not done yet. <laughs> like, looks like a baby with a mustache what is that it's really funny stand-up I think I sent it to Mike but I will send it to you guys so you know what I'm talking about very funny I was wondering if parents knew that their 11 year olds were weird or not look gross yeah absolutely they're they're doing things now where I actually just like cringe looking at them but so we thought it would be fun to do some current slang that the middle school boys are using oh wait are you gonna like do a test and like you tell us what it is and then we have to guess yes what it means Mm -hmm. oh Mm -hmm. okay some of them are easy I only have a few is this a competition like me would you like to I could I yeah make an Italian yes Heather needs to compete (laughs) I forgot why are you guys so competitive all the time Mm -hmm. How will you ring in so I know? Or do you want me to give you each one specifically? Yeah, I'll give you one. You tell me your answer. If it's wrong, the other person can steal. Okay. okay. So who wants to go first? Do we have to compete for that? Well, no. I'm a guest. So I'm- I feel like <laughs> I should go first. Yes. Okay, Heather, your first one is bussin'. Pass. <laughs> Val, if something is bussin', what does that mean? Oof, throw up. Like, I used to work in a restaurant, like, bussing a table. No. Heather, back to you if you want it. Is it something is cool? Yes. Heather. Mine always is. I don't, yeah, I don't know the etymology <laughs> of bussin', but this is the one my nine-year-old uses the most often. I hear bussin' every day, multiple times a day. Like, I need to know. See, I can't just hear it and you guys be like, it's just is what it is. I need to know, like, some sort of origin of it. Like, I like, I like sus. Like, you want its origin story? Everybody gets, like, (laughs) they say sus and it sounds cool. But, like, bussin'. Can bussin' be a person? Like, can 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 a person be bussin'? Yeah, that's what I meant. 
Okay, Boston describes something really amazing, extremely good, excellent. Oh, where does the word Boston come from? And this is from the etymology uh, subreddit on Reddit. It has nothing to do with buses. <laughs> See, that doesn't make sense. It's busting, but you don't pronounce the T. But is Boston good? I wouldn't think so. I would have thought, I'm like when we were young, busted was bad. Like if you called someone yeah. busted. Yeah, now I'm annoyed with it. Like I'm fine with some of them. Well, apparently we missed a whole phase where busting was good. Oh, okay. Someone says it has to do with busting a nut. So I get busting a nut is good. Ew. (laughs) So good it'll make you bust. Okay. (laughs) We're done. Oh, what? Okay. I like podcast. I love it. Val, are you ready for yours? Yeah. You have Riz. Riz. Can it be used? Can you use it in a sentence, please? Val, you got the Riz. Sounds like a disease. <laughs> is it like is it like shingles? No. But that <laughs> you're probably more likely to get shingles than the riz, though. Oh, the riz, the riz. Okay. Um, let's think. Let's think. Wait, say the sentence again. Heather, you got riz. Oh, wait. So was the disease your guess? Because then we are on to Heather's turn to steal. Yeah, sure. Let's go with disease. <laughs> Heather. Is it a noun? Adjective, I would say. Okay. I couldn't figure it out from your sentence. I'm sorry. I don't speak like this. It's difficult. (laughs) Style? That's close. I'm not giving either of you a point for this one. So the Riz etymology comes from charisma. Mm. So you've got charisma. You've got Riz. Love it. Heather, you're up. And I think you're going to know this one, but the kids use it. Menti B? Why would I know that? <laughs> no. Oh, I know it. I know it. Go to me. Go to me. Say it again. Menti B. Menti? Yeah. All I can think of is like meant to be. Now, do you need it in a sentence? I don't. I can okay. use it in my own sentence. I had a menti B yesterday. <laughs> yep. All right, guys, we're tied up. Val and Heather. One, what one, is one, it? One. Mental, mental breakdown. Oh, huh. Short for... <laughs> A mental breakdown. I love when they're clever. Val, your turn. Bye. Lore. Use it in a sentence. Wait, this one I might need. I need help using lore in a sentence. I I would also like the spelling. L-O-R-E. I don't know how to use it in a sentence because I'm not 10. (laughs) Any guesses without using it in a sentence? Uh, You're alluring. Like you're attractive. No, not alluring or attractive. Heather? I have no idea. Like, isn't that like fishing? Like, Yes, that that is what it would be if it wasn't (laughs) slang. Okay, good one, Heather. Okay. So is it, and what is that like in fishing? What is a fishing lure? It's like what attracts the fish. It's like that colorful thing. Oh, the, oh, like the thing that bobs? Yeah, like the thing that bobs. They, it's oftentimes like we're like or way like... off track. That's not where the word comes from. That's like has nothing to do with fishing. Okay, well, what about was really good these middle though. school boys are not fishing? <laughs> Very good thinking. Well, then, like folklore. So it's okay. like a story. Yes, Heather. Point. Point to Heather. So 
Lore means the background of information about a person. So it's like your personal folklore, your tale, your your story, your background is your lore. <laughs> Duh, Val. <laughs> Wait, whose turn is this one? Because Val's going to know it, I think. I'll give it to Heather. Well, it is my turn, isn't it? I don't know, man. Are you still keeping track? Stop being crazy. <laughs> Heather has two. Val has one. So whose turn is it? Who am I Heather. giving? Heather, your word is canon. Oh, canon? Like Nick Cannon? <laughs> I win. A lot of babies. Um, I'm going to say this is a bad term. You don't want to be canon. Ah, I, I don't know. Like you go either way. I feel like when my kids use this, it comes up a lot when they're talking about like the universe of a video game or something. They'll say it's canon. It's canon dark i don't know <laughs> no val um i think it's like a canon event like it's like a it's like a monumental thing that has happened yeah or like like a turning point almost like a something that changes everything else okay i think that is on the right track i'm giving you a point so glad okay. heather decided to make this a competition <laughs> well this is the last one so whoever gets this one wins not really because i I'm beating her already. No, it's no, two to two. I... Oh, how? I just got the third one. What? What up? You got two right. Then I just get canon right too? Yeah. You got canon and Minty Bay. I think I got another one. You did not get lore. Did you get lore? No. Heather got, got lore. No. no, Heather didn't get lore. Nobody got lore. I don't know. Well, the only other two were Bussin and Riz. I know you didn't get either one of those. <laughs> all right let's hear it okay last one wait who's got it who's who's taking it turn. my turn phantom tax <laughs> phantom tax okay so is it phantom tax like obviously I, phantom is like something i that, didn't like... say phantom i said phantom f-a-n-u-m what Ugh. i got nothing and are tax, we, you're saying T-A-X? Yes. Are we passing to Heather for the win? She doesn't seem like she knows neither. <laughs> I guess, like, so what I was going to say before you said it wasn't phantom, I was going to say, like, a something that, like, is imaginary almost. Like, see, I don't know why kids would use this. Like, we, my husband has this reputation for, like, dude taxing. So, like, mm -hmm. we'll split the bill. But like sometimes he'll order like an expensive glass of wine or something. So it's like floating out there as a tax. No. I don't understand that at all. He used to do it all the time. It was like a joke within his friend group. You don't get it? No. He would order something more expensive on purpose because other people were paying for half. Not on purpose, but it always ended up happening. Sounds on purpose. <laughs> It became like the running joke in his friend group and they called it dude taxing. But I guess that's not what we're talking about. Okay, Heather, do you have a guess? I forget the word. Phantom <laughs> tax. So it is two words, right? Yes. So like tax. F-A-N-U-M space tax. Like, is it cheering for someone? Like you're, you're their fan, you're a fan of them? No. Do you guys want to know? And yeah. if I give you guys the answer, that means you tied. Fine. Yeah. 
Let's end it there. Okay. It is taxing someone's food. Take a small portion of their food dad for tax. yourself. That's called a dad tax. A dad tax? Well, yeah. I mean, Mike says it to the kids all the time that he's like taxing their food. He doesn't put any word in front of it. But I don't yeah. know where we'll call it dad tax here. Phantom came from. Like if the kids will ask Brandon to open a snack, he will take a bite of it and say, dad tax. Yeah, Mike does the same thing. He just says tax, but... <laughs> The kids say phantom tax when they do it. Why? It has something to do with like a creator who made it like a viral video thing to like tax other people's food. Hmm. All right. I don't love that one. Okay. Well, real school boys are gross. So gross. So Heather wanted to come on today because I went to see a medium earlier this week. And I told her that we were going to talk about it when we recorded and she wanted to hear about it. I'm already nervous. We've talked about mediums on here before and Val and I both had never been to a medium. Now I've been to one. Also, I don't think I'm supposed to call her a medium. What are you supposed to call her? Her website says she is, I want to get it right because I want to be like respectful an energy alchemist intuitive and medium okay so I can call her a medium was it a good experience yes I would say it was a good experience people have asked if it was what I expected and I would say no but probably in a good way like it wasn't spooky or dark or anything like that and I've never been to a medium before so like I don't know like I pictured like a seance (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like something creepy yeah. you like candles I mean? lit like she's obviously dressed in red with a veil over her eyes yeah like dark room like no it was like bright and light and like sunny and she was like personable do you know what I mean it was like yeah. the exact opposite of spooky okay well that's good so in that sense it was not what I expected is that what a medium's like wait Heather have you been to one yes was it spooky no, it was like some man in jeans and a t-shirt and we just went in a room. So it was like creepy a little, but in <laughs> all that sense. And then he just like scribbled on a paper and told me that the somebody with an M is here. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know anybody like that. You made that up. Oh, and okay. it was awful. You did it at like a group event. Yes. So we, it was, um, a couple of us and then we each went back individually and some of the people came out of the room crying and it, they said it was just a wonderful experience and they couldn't believe it. They felt like the presence of whoever it was. And I was like, Oh, all right. Well, (laughs) okay. That wasn't what I pictured. I thought you did like, you know, how when you see like real housewives or something, whenever they have like a medium, they're all like around a table with the medium and it's like she like calls out like different things at different people like I always assume when you do it with like a group it's like that feeling someone with it with an r is there anybody here who's lost someone with an r yeah yeah like that kind of thing and they're all like at a table and she's kind of like bouncing between people and like I don't know even that feels spooky to me like there was nothing about this that felt spooky it just felt really nice talking to someone who was like really nice and That's the room cool. was like really like comfortable. It wasn't 
creepy. All positive so far. Yes, it was not what I expected in that sense. We started with, she like explained what she does and how she does it for a couple minutes. And then she said we were going to start with like a meditation just to like break the ice or whatever. So like I did what she said, like closed my eyes, relaxed, like all that stuff. And then like when we were done, she's like, if you're still nervous, we can like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I'm not really nervous do I seem nervous and she was like yes (laughs) like I think that's just my general anxiety (laughs) this isn't new I was like we can jump in like I'm fine I'm used to this (laughs) so she started off by talking about like knee pain which I do have like a knee injury from skiing and it does typically start like acting up this time of year when like the weather changes it's like a tendon thing so it usually starts to get like painful or whatever but like then she was kind of talking about like how we keep energy in different like parts of our body and this and that and I probably like glazed over a little because she moved on very quickly from that and she asked me if I was like open to spirits and I said yes And she said, good, because a man walked in with you and I wasn't sure if it was your dad or your brother. Oh, you just gave me the chills. Oh, my God. Then we talked about my brother a little bit. She said, said, did you say anything to her up at this point? Like, did you say anything before you met or anything? Like, did you talk about Sam at all? No, but I was concerned that like, if she were to just Google my name, the first thing that comes up is an article I wrote about losing my brother for Vermont mom. So like, there was a part of me that was kind of like skeptical going in because of that, no matter who I would ever see of a medium. And like, I know like running my own business, that's not a medium business. If I have a client like book a meeting with me or like a potential client, I always Google them. Yeah. So there was a part of me that was like, but I mean, so, so I had to like overcome that to even book a medium knowing that they're going to be able to find out that I have a close dead relative before I even show up. Right, right. She said to me that my brother was showing her New Jersey and she didn't know why. And I was like, oh, we're from New Jersey. Now, I thought that was funny because not funny, but interesting because like, obviously she could pick up on an accent. So she would have been able to guess that. (laughs) Right. But our accent isn't the typical New Jersey accent. It's the Philadelphia accent. And she didn't say Philadelphia. She said New Jersey, which also if my brother and I were talking, we would say New Jersey. You know what I mean? Like I only say, Oh, we're from Philadelphia. If it's people that wouldn't know, like the little area of New Jersey we're from is closer to Philadelphia than New York. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Like she could have, she could have made like one of three guesses and been like close, I feel like, with the accent, but she got like yeah. the exact right one. Do you think you wrote anything in the article about Jersey? Yeah, I think that I, I did. But I there's also other things that she didn't say at other points that made me think she didn't read that. Okay. But everything about how she described his personality was spot on. Just like that he had a really different outlook on life compared to like the rest of our family. 
He lived differently than the rest of us. Just like how he was really funny. But like, she didn't say he was like funny, like slapstick or like haha or like center of attention funny. He was like really sarcastic and self-deprecating, which is how he was. And then immediately the first two things that she brought up were our other brothers. She said, you guys have another brother, which is true. And my mom. And now... I'm not going to get into the specifics that she said about that because that's personal. I'm not going to put that out on a podcast, but. Okay. Can I know later? Yes. (laughs) I'll tell you guys later. (laughs) But yes, everything she said about that was like spot on about both of my parents and my brother, my other brother. So then we talked about the kids and I had asked her just like about, you know, their different like learning disabilities and stuff. And this part was actually pretty funny to me. We were talking specifically about Liam and I mentioned dyslexia and she said that my brother was doing air quotes around dyslexia, which is a hundred percent something that my brother would have done. Not that he doesn't think it's real. That's what she was saying. He's not saying it's not real. He's saying like, oh, he has dyslexia. Like he can't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, well, no, like dyslexia is real. Like, and she's like, no, no, he's not saying it's not real. He's saying you need to worry about that less. Like he's still smart. He's still capable. He's still able to do this and that. And I'm like, yeah, but he still has to be able to like read the assignments in school. (laughs) So it was like really funny. Are you fighting with Sam? Yes, we we were having an argument which was a very typical argument that he and I would have had where he would have been telling me to stop focusing on that and stop worrying about that. And like, we literally argued through a medium about it. So hysterical. I thought that was funny. That's hysterical. And then we moved on to talking about Luke. And when we were done talking about Liam, oh, we also talked about Liam and all of his like impulsiveness and making bad decisions that we talk about here literally in every episode. <laughs> Did you talk about how Liam can see ghosts? Well, so at the very, very beginning, she asked me if I ever felt like I did. And I was like, no, but my kids do. And she never brought that back up again. She never asked any questions about it. Or really? Anything. I wonder if that's like just common, like if kids just do. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. And just like yeah. moved on. I don't know. But so when we talked about Liam's like impulsiveness and stuff like that, she said, he's just the type of kid that needs to learn from mistakes. Like he has to do it and fail to learn the lesson. Like he's never just going to listen to what Oh, good. we said, <laughs> which is great. And that's basically, I was like, great. And she's like, but he's not being unsafe. Like he's fine. You don't have to worry about it. I'm like, okay. He fell out of a tree this summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not being unsafe all right wait now this is one of the funniest things I think so then I was like well what about my older son I'm like can we talk about him a little bit and she goes okay and she pauses for a minute and she goes is he extremely handsome Aww, I yeah. thought, first of all yes he is but I thought it was so funny because for one of two reasons it could be either but all the time I say to Luke, like, you're so handsome. You're so handsome. So it either could have been Sam making fun of me for constantly calling Luke handsome. Or because he looks exactly like Sam did at that age. 
So he was oh, like extremely <laughs> handsome. That's funny. Either way, I'm pretty sure my brother was making a joke by having her ask if he was extremely handsome. She also said that there's nothing to worry about there, like, because I did ask about him being like a little bit of a loner. And she was like, he's fine. He just knows his boundaries. When he's had enough, he walks away. And that's fine. She told us that we should have a dog, which also my brother had always told us to get a dog, loved dogs, thought my kids needed a dog. Luke is allergic to dogs. Luke is allergic to dogs, yes. So we talked about how we won't. But that's why I think that was like coming from my brother. He wants them to have a dog. When they were little, he told me that every little boy needs a dog. We talked a little bit about Mike's work, but again, like... I'm not going to share about that because that's personal for Mike. And at one point she did pause and she was like, this is like really refreshing and different because a lot of people that come, they need to like make amends. Like they're look, they want to like connect with someone to like apologize or like they're looking for forgiveness of some sort. And she's like, and it's just really great that there's like no need for that here. She's like, there's usually so much of that in these sessions. And then she also said about me and Mike that the other thing she spends like the most time on in sessions is trying to make someone see like their worth and that they should be respected in their primary relationship. And she's like, but you and your partner have really good communication and that's not an issue here. She said that we can talk to each other and listen to each other's point of views and really hear each other and that that's really rare. That's nice. That must have made you feel so good. Yeah, that was cool. And then like in the last five minutes, I asked her about myself and like my career path because since we moved to Vermont, I've worked from home mostly out of necessity because our school district doesn't have busing before care or after care and so it makes working out of the home a little difficult and like because I could work from home it was like not a thing it was just easier but the kids will be in high school both of them in two and a half years so I have been like looking into like if I want to move around what I'm doing But so the only bummer of it is that we hardly got to really talk about that because by the time I got to asking about that, there was only like five minutes left and it was like a little rushed at that point. I asked about everybody else instead. And that's all. What do you guys think? Um, Heather looks skeptical. Oh, I think I'm just getting tired. (laughs) (laughs) I am skeptical, but I want to believe it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess same. Like I, it all sounds like awesome and like, so feel good, you know? So it's like, you want to believe that. Well, and I mean, she said that she like reads energy. So I actually wish I'd asked her more about like what I should be doing with my life because like whether she's a medium or not and can see the future, like it seems like she might've had like good insights on that, but I was like, really just wanted to like talk to my brother right right I feel like I pushed like we did a lot of that in the beginning when I probably could have better used the time just for us to like be like she actually (laughs) did she asked if anyone had ever tried to like connect with him before and I'm like well I haven't I don't think my mom has I'm not sure if his wife has and she's like okay because he's coming with like a lot of energy that he doesn't know how to direct yet so like 
it was kind of just a lot of like I feel like me and him like pointing at each other like it's you (laughs) you know what I mean like a lot of bullshit like that for like the first 45 minutes like hey man it's been a while (laughs) how far away was this woman from you about 45 minutes so like next time I come visit we could go yeah if you want to would you do it again Joel I would go again just because I feel like we didn't totally like finish the conversation when it actually came to me yeah (laughs) because I asked about everyone else first so yeah I think I probably will book again in a couple months probably not right away but interesting any other questions no but I'm glad that Sam came through for you because that was you know a fear of mine for you and you know why I will never go see one yeah I was a little nervous too that he would be like I'm not doing this bullshit (laughs) that could very well be how you would would try to do this (laughs) total attitude (laughs) well that's it for season four Val how do you feel coming at to the end of our fourth season four seasons seems like we've been hanging out way longer than that well we have we've been hanging out since we were 20 (laughs) all right I feel like we learned a lot this season I really enjoyed the guests that we had on every time we had somebody on it always kind of either reassures me or gives me advice for how to move forward so I I am grateful that to have this outlet yeah I always feel like the guests come and like blow my mind and then I feel like a new person after we talk to them who was your favorite guest this season we really had some good ones I really enjoyed Alyssa at Seed and So. She was great to speak to. She definitely reassured me in a really kind of distraught time when I was so upset about Cam and worried. And she kind of just said it's normal, you know, gave me some tips to move forward with it and really uh, appreciated that because, you know, as moms, we question everything. So it was nice to get some answers and a little bit of guidance. Yeah, and we had her for a special book club, and in that, she actually announced that she is working on a second book already for sort of that next age group up. I think she said this one would be more for like six to 12-year-olds, which is the group that my kids fall into, so I am very excited for that. She also totally blew my mind in how she talked about using her method in classrooms, which I thought was so cool and I can't wait for her next book and to learn more about that I also wanted to shout out our friend Heather who was on this episode with us <laughs> obviously oh, no, when our besties guest. here yes <laughs> yeah she's my favorite guest like as you know a best friend but you know as a- <laughs> yeah and I also Sorry, loved Heather. I also loved Allie from Blist and oh, yes. the journals she sent us. Beautiful. We didn't have them. Yeah, we didn't have them when we interviewed her and they came in the mail a couple weeks later. I've been using mine. I don't know about you, Val. And I've actually been going back and looking at like the things that I consistently write about. And I am noticing patterns. <laughs> <laughs> As she said, we would. And I'm also really excited for her to put together a travel journal. I'm going to be like first one to buy that if if she gets it out. I agree. I love that. I love that idea. She had so many good ideas. And I agree. Those journals were absolutely beautiful. They were beyond what I expected them to even be. Mm -hmm. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what do you think is like 
the top thing you learned from this season or like your big takeaway let's say I guess to say I guess it's just uh different ways of dealing with my kids and getting the different opinions of guests that came on (laughs) how to deal with each of them separately and knowing that one thing is not going to work for both (laughs) oh that's a really good point yeah rarely if ever (laughs) Mm mm-hmm I think for me, I'm kind of stepping into like a new stage of parenting where there's this like push and pull of like, let them go a little bit, but like, it's hard to, and then like, there's different issues. Like we talked last week about vaping and like, I didn't think in fifth grade, I had to start talking about the dangers of things like that. And so there's just kind of this like transitioning happening right now for my parenting. And that's been, that's what, when I look back on our episodes this season, that's what I see real big in like flashing lights. Like this is changing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Things are moving on. No longer can we kind of compare our stories because they're getting to be, yours are getting to be much more mature than mine. Mine are, you know, still very much in the little kid stage. Yeah. So we're taking a break basically from Thanksgiving through New Year's as we do every year, because God, that is the most hectic time of year for mothers. (laughs) My brain will can barely function as it is. I don't need you guys listening to my ramblings during that time. (laughs) My rants and my- Please respect our privacy at this time. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But we do plan to be back early in 2024, which is so crazy to say, because I still think it's 2020. Time has halted. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll be back early 2024. Val, is there anything you're looking forward to over the holidays? Oh, gosh, everything. I know we like talk about how crazy it is, but I really, really, really look forward to everything. Every single little aspect of our our celebrations, even though I'm going to be so busy, there's recitals, there's parties, there's breakfast, mm-hmm. there's so many things, but I know that it's always, I always enjoy it once I'm there, even though it's a lot of work to get to all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see family. I think we've got like some grandparents coming up to visit and for Luke's I- birthday, we've got a December birthday, which is not easy. It's God not bless. easy. And then we'll be going down to New Jersey to visit family at Christmas time. So just, we're going to see probably more family than usual this holiday season. So I'm excited for that. That's great. Love that. So until season five. Until season five, everybody. Mike D. Mike D. We'll see you in season (laughs) five, Mike D. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of Whose Kid Is That? We so appreciate you commiserating with us. Just a friendly reminder that we are clearly not parenting experts and you should absolutely take any and all advice we give with a grain of salt. If your kids do this crazy, ridiculous, obnoxious stuff too, just know you are not alone. Come hang out with us on Facebook and Instagram at VT Mom. If you've got a story you'd like to share with us, send an email to julie at vermontmoms.com. We'd love to hear it. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Gently. And subscribe so you know exactly when each new episode is released. Until next time, whose kid is that? It's mine. I'm sorry.